With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. From the Specs Wine Spirits and Finer Food Studios in Austin, Texas, this is Buy or Sell with Jeff Ward and Cedric Golden. Uh, we call this Buy or Sell. Here's the way it works. It's not flipping houses. It's not trading crypto. There are five statements made. You're either buying them or you're selling them. He's a very famous writer for the Austin American Statesman who is still using dial-up. Buy or sell. All right, here we go. Buy or sell number one. Dallas not only covers the two points, they win outright in Miami. Buy or sell. Hold on, let me check my connection. There we go. Get that thing dialed up, man. Get on AOL right now. Get AOL going right there. I got a 7,800 there on the BPS, whatever that means. Um, (laughs) I'm gonna I'm gonna sell it. I think the Dolphins at home are desperate, and they can they can clear clear up that divisional mess. All they got to do is win one of these last three, and they're in. So they're gonna win that division. They're gonna beat the Cowboys. The Cowboys haven't just like the Dolphins. The Cowboys between them, they've beaten one team with a winning record. So neither one of these teams is proven proven. So uh, I'm giving the Dolphins the edge. Tyreek Hill took the week off. They didn't need him to beat the Jets, and uh, they should be at full strength. And the one thing that bothers me, Jeff, about the Cowboys is if you run it at them, you can whoop them. Yeah. And and the, the Miami Dolphins have some really good running backs in Raheem Mostert and the electric Devin A-Chain. So I'm giving the Dolphins a, a five-point win over your Dallas Cowboys. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I... I'm running low, you know. Remember that crack, that Cowboys crack that I've been on since uh, about uh, mid-July. I'm starting I'm to run low. Lo- on that shipment, it hadn't come in. Yeah, it, no, I don't think I don't think there's any more shipments. I think that's the problem. I'm starting to run low on the Cowboys crack. It's uh, oh man, um, yeah, you're right. I, I'm I'm trying to figure out what's wrong technically. Other than, you know, I don't know, I don't even know where to begin the psychology of being so awful on the road and so good at home. I just, I, I can't put my arm around that. So I'm starting to wonder if there's not something technically wrong here, and that is just run right at them. Just, just, that's it. just go 1972 on them and don't stop. Uh, that's, that's all I can think of that might be a trendsetter here, that might be the alarming thing, um, because otherwise there's no excuse. I mean, there's no excuse to, you know, suck this badly on the road. So, yeah, uh, I, I'm wondering if, because Mike McDaniel is a guy who did that stuff in San Francisco, I'm wondering if we're about to find out if 
That's the that's the real issue here. This is why Micah Parsons has completely disappeared. The dude is non-existent now. And I'm wondering if people have just said, really, watch this. Um, we'll just run right at you, and you got no chance, and you will never stop the clock. So I think we're about to find that out. So I, I, is Tyreek Hill playing or not? Too early to tell. Wednesday's a I know, bad day I know. If Tyreek, if here, this is a cop out, total cop out here. Um, probably breaking every buy or sell rule there is because there's so many rules. Um, if yeah. Ty, if Tyreek Hill doesn't play, Dallas wins. I think. Nice. If Tyreek Hill doesn't play, Dallas wins. I don't trust Miami without Tyreek Hill. I don't know that I trust Dallas on the road at all, but I'm going to trust Dallas slightly more because they are both of them are desperate, which is what I didn't think was going to happen. So I think we're going to get them. We're going to be able to judge them at their most desperate best. This is it for both of them, especially Dallas. So I'm going to say Tyreek Hill not at 100% or not playing, and Dallas wins outright in Miami, and that gives me a little bit more crack down the stretch. They're going to gas up Larry Zonka, Jim Kick, (laughs) and Mercury Mars, (laughs) and it's going to be ugly. There you go. There's gonna be, there ain't gonna be, their fullback is gonna have a neck roll. <laughs> Number thirty nine. Oh son. yeah, no, it's yeah, it's gonna. They're gonna go recruit some dude. Is some dude who plays, uh, you know, like Gunner on the kickoff team is gonna go Larry Zonka on Dallas and just average three point six yards a carry, and then Dallas gets gashed and it's all over. Lights out. It bothers me, Jeff, that the teams they have left like Detroit. That Jameer Gibbs is playing great. Yep. Now we know why they got rid of DeAndre Swift. Yep, they had they they knew this kid from Alabama was going to be that good. So yeah, I just, yeah that, I that worry about Dallas. Yeah, no, I, I think it's legit. I mean, like I said, I what you said is the only real is the only glitch in terms of how they play that you can say, aha, there it is. So you know, I, I assume Mike McDaniel is going to go. He's going to tell Tua, listen, Josh Allen threw seven completions. You're going to throw three. And then you're going to hand it to Zonka, and Zonka is going to go neck roll on him. Man, and then we're going, to, we're going to find out. And then Jeff's either going to be out of crack by next week, or I'm going to have a new shipment. Buy or sell. All right, Colorado quarterback Shador Sanders is the first pick of the 2025 NFL Draft. Buy or sell. Jeff Ward, I know you love Shador Sanders yep. like, like a fat kid loves chocolate cake. There you go. But I'm going to sell. I, I don't think he'll be the first pick. I do believe he'll be the first-round pick. And it's smart for him to come back uh, to college. And um, and this was a deep quarterback's class. So he and Quinn Ewers would be doing themselves a favor by returning for another year. Uh, too many talented non-quarterbacks in that draft to, to go with Shador Sanders. Uh, Texas has a first-round draft pick and left tackle Kelvin Banks. He'll be top five. Tennessee edge rusher James Pierce will be top five. Um, LSU Luke Campbell. Will Campbell has a um, a left tackle. Will Campbell has a great chance of being the top pick. So uh, just a lot of really good players. When you're looking at quarterbacks, I I do think he's going to be the top quarterback taken. Uh, Connor Wigman will be coming out. Jackson Dart from Ole Miss. Carson Beck from Georgia. None of those guys are world beaters like the ones like a Caleb Williams or like a Phoenix or guys like that. But I think that uh, Shador is probably top 10, but I'm going to sell on him being the number one overall pick. I like him a lot, of course. I've been saying that all along. He looks like a pro, moves like a pro, throws it like a pro. 
I'm going to sell, and here's what I'm going to sell, and I'm not convinced it was a smart thing to come back. Has anybody, wow. ta- has anybody taken a look at this guy's injuries? He has a broken back. He was hit. I can't remember the exact number, but it's some kind of insane number. The guy was beaten. He was just beaten down. Um, here's why I, I, I think the only thing stopping this kid from being a great pro is the fact that he plays for his dad and their offensive line is complete trash to the point that it's dangerous for him. If, I, if I'm writing a giant, if I'm, if I'm dry, writing a giant check to the next quarterback and face of my franchise, Let's look ahead and say it's um, it's not going to be Carolina. Uh, let's see who's it going to be. What do you think? Um, uh, who's going to have like the, one of the top picks yeah, in the yeah, draft? Yeah, who needs a, who needs a quarterback? Carolina gave their Carolina gave theirs away, right? So um, maybe the Patriots. Okay, <laughs> right, well, we'll say we'll see. Games. Right, we'll say the brand new, the new and improved younger Patriots without the old man. And so there I'm sitting here thinking, okay, here I'm going to build my franchise. I'm going to get the next Tom Brady. And I go down there and I go to Boulder after I fly fish, of course. And then I take a look at this guy's x-rays. Then I take a look at the video. Then I take a look at some of the injuries he's had already. I mean, every week that you watch Colorado, this kid is just getting beaten up. And he can barely move around by the end of the game. And I'm kind of, I'm actually kind of worried. Um, so him coming back, unless they are light years better on the offensive line, it's almost malpractice because I watched the last game that he played this year. I tried to watch him all the time because I really like him as a player. And I watched him get worse and worse and worse, not because he was losing his skill set, because the poor guy couldn't move around because he was hurt so badly. And I don't like to write checks to I don't like to write two hundred million dollar checks to the face of my franchise who's had a broken collarbone and a broken back. That's why I'm selling. I don't think he'll be the first pick in the draft because I think unless Colorado is a lot better in the offensive line and keeps him upright, I'm afraid for his career. To be honest with you, so I'm selling. I mean, I'd love to. I'd love to be wrong. I'd love to be. I'd love to be wrong about that. But, I mean, you tell me. I mean, you sit down to look at an investment of $200 million and you go, oh, yeah, he broke his back in November. Oh, great. And he was never fleet of foot before he got hurt. No. He's not fast. No, he's not fast. Somehow, Deion Sanders' two sons are not very fast. Right? <laughs> exactly. But he, this guy, like, there's a game. I can't remember which game it was. Late in the game, he's just grinding it out, man. And they show him walking back, from, back to the sideline during a timeout. And he's moving like he's like a 65-year-old Johnny Unitas. And that just really stood out to me. And I'm thinking, wow, that is scary if I want to hire a quarterback. And I, I, I put his NFL shelf life at five years. I'd take the under. Yeah. I think he's going to get I – think, I think if he comes back, he's coming back. Uh, he may not make it to draft. Not behind that line. Yeah. Buy or sell. A team other than Baltimore Ravens wins the AFC. Buy or sell. Man, I've been thinking about that one. Um. I want to sell. I think the Ravens are, are the best team in the AFC. And the reason I say it is what they do is they do it best. You don't have to worry about drop off with the Ravens. They've got a they got a quarterback who makes good decisions in Lamar Jackson and they're very run oriented. That travels in the playoffs. Run run offense and and good defense travels. And they have the best kicker in the history of the game in Justin Tucker. I think the, the Kansas City Chiefs have finally run out of magic. I don't even think they're the second best team in the AFC right now. I will give that to the Buffalo Bills who are playing as well as anyone. 
Think about the Bills. They would have beaten Philly if not for a 59-yard field goal course overtime in a rainstorm. That's how close they are. To, to be in two or three games over 500. Oh, they're, they're, they're the team nobody bu- wants to face. Oh, no. This Buffalo thing is bothering me. I, I, I'm hearing this I'm telling time. you, brother, the Buffalo oh, Bills. Oh, my God. They the found team that a lost running to the game. Jets. did lose to the Jets. Yeah. They found a running game. They found the Jets. Wasn't that the first game? Was that wasn't that still the residue of Aaron Rodgers' magic? <laughs> it, it, was, it was. It was. It was the residue. It was the 300 seconds of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, they thought that Aaron Rodgers just had a high ankle sprain, and they were still in the in the fight. But they didn't know it was an Achilles. But I think I really th- remember the Bills beat the Dolphins forty-eight to twenty. So yeah. I, I'm telling you, I think the Buffalo Bills are, are the second best team in the AFC, and I think the Ravens are first. And I put the Chiefs at maybe third. Uh, those receivers are are horrific, and I think that the Lamar Jackson has figured out what it takes. He's still not a winner in the playoffs. This is their best chance. I thought that they'd go away when Mark Andrews got hurt, but they haven't. Right. Isaiah Likely has stepped up at tight end. Uh, they got the Gus Bus, Gus Edwards, getting it done offensively. They did lose Keaton Mitchell to a torn ACL, but they still have depth in that backfield. And Odell Beckham still has some tread on those tires. So I'm giving the Baltimore Ravens a really good chance to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl, I'm buying. Yeah, me too. Um, I I don't think uh, th- there's they have everything right um, that you can trust, including a head coach you can trust, as you said, the kicker you can trust, the quarterback I think you can trust, the defense they close games, they do what we thought Philadelphia was a few weeks ago. That's who they remind me of. They're they're closers. So I I, I rank the AFC this way. I go Baltimore, Kansas City. I, I'm not buying this Buffalo stuff because Buffalo. Kansas City is a stupid offsides penalty away from beating Buffalo, and we're not having any of these conversations about the Bills. It was the just, Bills are probably dead. Yeah, they're finished. They're you know they're not even you know they didn't they sleepwalk against Dallas. So I mean, I, yes, Buffalo has got talents, but Buffalo's had talent all year, and it's schizophrenic. So I, I just I trust. In fact, I think the trust factor. Think of it this way: the trust factor. There's a great separation now. I think I trust Baltimore and San Francisco. I trust them both. I don't know anybody else out oh, yeah. there that anyone could say you trust them enough to put money on them. How are the Eagles in man at the end of that game? How are they in man? How do they lose that game? I don't know. To Seattle. I, don't I mean, know. that's irresponsible. Yeah. I, I don't know. trust any of the teams, including Dallas. Right. Don't trust the Dolphins. I trust the Ravens, and I trust the um 49ers. I trust the 49ers. Yeah. And isn't it weird that in this in this era that we're living in, Jeff, that two teams that are predicated on the run are the ones that are that are looking like they're gonna be in the Super Bowl in this past happy era we live in. Yep. I mean in the end, I mean it just it it, it football never changes, right? It just and the, and they and they both can play defense like crazy and they both can kick when you know except San Francisco at times I think that might be the difference in the end they meet up in the Super They're Bowl moody, and we yeah. all we all might be betting on Justin Tucker instead of whatever can't whatever San Francisco has so I I, I I think it's I I think it's clearly Baltimore actually everything you said I'm going I'm going clearly Baltimore buy or sell. Florida State is the next member of the SEC. Buy or sell. Well, the SEC is not going to add any more teams for the foreseeable future, which means, you know what, fellas, they're adding teams exactly. in the foreseeable future. That's what that means. Yep. I'm buying. Yep. 
Florida State, man, let me tell you something. Florida State is 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 butthurt because they went 12 and 0, 13 and 0, what have you, and did not make it into the CFP. And so they're looking at that as a a huge black mark on the ACC that the ACC just just doesn't have the stroke of of the SEC of the Big 10 and maybe even of the Big 12. And here and here's where where this is all about. We know it's all about money. The ACC ranks third in revenue, 13 behind the Big 10 and the SEC. That's not going to change with the newly expanded Big 12, which is bringing in Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, Utah. Those are some pretty nice programs. Big 12 is gaining traction. So the projections say that the ACC schools are going to get $30 million less annually than schools in the Big Ten and the SEC. This thing's all about money. Why do you think Texas and OU went to the SEC? It wasn't against. Uh, it wasn't about playing against the best competition. It was about getting the biggest check. It was about the bag. And the bag is just not big enough in the ACC. And so I know Florida State's not happy. They've been... They've been mad about the the ACC for a while. The SEC is the biggest conference going. It's geographically makes the most sense to make that move, and it's financially the smartest move they can make. The super conferences are coming, so the Florida State Seminoles need to go ahead and get in where they fit in, and that's in the SEC. I'm buying. Yeah, I'm buying that. In fact, I think they would have made the move uh, even before that committee voted if they've been able to. Uh, I think they probably should have been and probably were worried that the SEC bias was was going to get them. Um, I think it was a, kind of a dumb thing to do, but it is what it is. So, yeah, I think absolutely they're the next member. I, I, I'd be surprised if it doesn't happen after next football season. I You know, they got <laughs> – they're sitting there thinking – if, if this is the system we're going to live in, and that's the system, which I think is a stupid system and I don't like it at all, the system is it's the opinion of 12 goofballs in an airport Hilton, then, you know, where we are and who we are and what we look like. And, you know, I mean, that's even Florida State, which is not exactly, you know, and it's not exactly like we're talking about Duke here, but they're thinking if our name isn't even good enough to, to matter to these 12 losers, then we got to get somewhere where we matter. So I don't blame them at all. I don't. I think it's. I was the wrong move. Um, but I think the committee, this goofy committee, answered for why they did it. They said we're going to try to get the twelve best teams, and in their biased view, that means SEC and blue bloods like Texas. And I, I don't blame. I don't know what the ace. I don't know how long the ACC can even last. I, I don't know why. I don't know why the domino doesn't fall to get closer to what Chip Kelly was suggesting, and that is. You need to have 32 or 64. You need a commissioner. I mean, this whole thing was so easy to set up. It should have been broken down by four or five or six leagues, all done regionally, and it was set up like the NFL. So, I, I mean, I, I just wonder if, that if someone like Florida State bails and then somebody else, maybe it's Clemson, I don't know, or Miami ends Clemson, up in the SEC. Yeah, Clemson. Clemson or Miami ends up in the SEC. I'm wondering if it's just going to make it where you're going to have two giant leagues and that's going to be, you know, call them whatever you want. And it's going to end up what Chip Kelly was was advocating over the weekend anyway, and that's just one one league with six separate divisions, which I think is the way it should be set up anyway. So yeah, I'm buying like crazy. I like it. I like that. I like I like I like the super conferences. Uh, let let keep the NCAA out of it. Yep. They don't. They can they can do the basketball tournament, but let the grown folks handle football man, because football's a bigger animal, and we know the teams we like. 
Um, keep keep just keep the mouse involved, and and it'll all be good. I don't I don't like the idea of five power five conferences where only two of them have the power. Right, and that that's why that's what Florida State clearly was told. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious. Buy or sell. All right, final buy or sell. The Dallas Cowboys win the NFC East. Buy or sell. Man, it just that, that, that smells in the air, and I'm 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 keeping my mask on. I'm not going to I'm not, I'm not going for a contact here. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I gotta sell, man. I don't trust them, Jeff. I just don't trust them. They got Miami oh, this oh, weekend. Oh yeah, the Eagles. Are, the Eagles are awfully reliable. Yeah, but they get to play the Giants twice. That's how. That's that. Yeah. That's the key to that. Yeah. that and uh, Louis De Palma and and uh, the, the agent with the fedora who tried to gouge a pizza place over the weekend and doubled the appearance fee for for the quarterback. I'm I'm here for that, but um, I I think the fact that the Eagles as bad as they've been, the best way to get better is to play the Giants twice. That 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 will that will cure a lot. That's a panacea. Meanwhile, the the, the Cowboys get the Dolphins. The Cowboys get the Lions. Those are those are two playoff teams that are win their division and uh, both on the road. And, and the only the only thing I like is it's weather friendly for Dallas, but they're two teams that can run the football. And I think that that, that that's Dallas's Achilles heel. You run it at them. And the one thing that we haven't talked about, Jeff, amidst that Dallas that Dallas great run is they were front running. And when you're down fourteen nothing, who's patient enough to run the football? Yeah. You got to throw it to get back in it. Yep. And that's Dallas' strength is the pass rush and that good secondary. So these are teams that can get out in front of you because they can run the football. And if Dallas falls behind in those games, they're in trouble. Of the two, I give them the best chance to beat the Detroit Lions, but I do not see the Cowboys running the table the rest of the way. So I'm selling. Yeah, and you're going to scream out loud when I say this. Dallas is the best team in the NFC East and not going to win the NFC East. That makes sense. Yeah. And then I, I think the mumbling Mike gets fired. Uh, they don't make the championship game. mumbling Mike gets fired. I do. Wow. I, I, wow. They don't, I've said it dating back to July. If they don't make the NFC championship game with this roster, then he's got to go. It's just not good enough. So, But who says mumbling Mike's not going to make it to the title game, well, even if it has a wild Yeah, I know, I know. I know. I know. Well, Okay. First of all, they go on the road. They play the Saints or the Bucks. Okay, they win that. Let's assume you tell them either turning yes. around, they're turning around and going to Santa Clara and they're beating San Francisco. No, okay, they won't. But Mike, they're going to be. Mike's, but they're going to be the best of the division teams. I think uh, it's more likely that they'll have a rematch with Philly, and I give them a chance. I don't well, care. Oh, they, they yes, no, they're game. better than Philadelphia now, which I <laughs> I just didn't. I'm not quite sure how that's possible, but it is because. But they're the the best wild card is the the be, the number one seed's not going to play the top wild card team. That'll be the other game. So Dallas, uh, if my math is correct, Dallas would end up going to Philly, and, not, and I and give not, them a fighting wait, chance in that not, game. And not Detroit. Um, I don't think they play Detroit. I think Detroit is Detroit. But Philly Philly's going to be the number two seed if they yeah because Detroit's <laughs> one lost like five games. I think yeah. Philly's going to end up with a better record than Detroit. Be the number two seed. Uh, Detroit would be three. Uh, the NFC South Saints or Bucks would be four. Cowboys would be five. They're so five. The Cowboys would play that the, the NFC South winner. They would win that game, yep. and then they're going to play. They're still going to be the best wild card team. I, I think that they would play Philly. 
I think they play two, and then I. Yeah, I think it would be Philly, but I might be wrong about that. They they, they would win that game. Uh, I'm not even sure. I, I look if Dallas runs the table, the conversation we're having is not about Dallas. We're talking then about Dallas being in the Super Bowl. They turn around and they beat yes. Miami and they beat Detroit. You know, Washington doesn't count. They're going to forfeit. And then our conversation is no longer what's wrong with them. It's oh my, look, they just that would that means they would have beaten arguably the second best team in the AFC and the second best team in the NFC on consecutive weeks in everything we're talking about now about Dallas and their problems and their faults, all that's going to be over. We're going to be talking about them like San Francisco v. Dallas will be the greatest matchup of all time. So uh, if, if, if um, they run the table, that's the conversation. But I, I'm with you. They're not going to win the division because I don't – could could somebody beat – could the Giants beat Philadelphia once, I guess. Sure, sure. I guess. Sure. Philly, um, Philly plays down to the competition. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I, I guess it's possible that Philadelphia is that dysfunctional because I think there's something to what Jalen Hurts said. That's I think that I think that was pretty damaging. So I, I guess, but as we stand here today, having to make the prediction, knowing that the Giants suck on offense and the Cardinals, unless Kyler Murray just goes crazy against them. I assume the Giants went out, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna sell this, and then I'm completely out of crack. I got no more crack. And you know what? We'll start the new year. We'll we'll those first twelve days of the new year. We'll we'll uh, we'll we'll call them steps instead of days. And by the thirteenth, we'll, we'll be ready to attack this thing with a clean bill of health. Just. You just got to change our environment, Jeff. We can't be around those people anymore. <laughs> like, okay. Um, I don't know. I just, I think we're about to learn everything about Dallas and Miami. Like I now, I now think yes. we, I think yes. now, unfortunately, I think we now know Philadelphia. I think we know, we know the 49ers. We know the Ravens. We kind of know the Chiefs even. I think we're about to learn everything about both the Dolphins and the Cowboys. And it may not end up being very good for one of them. We may find out they were total, the lo- they were total frauds the, lo- the whole time. Yes. The loser of this game will be labeled fraudulent. Yeah. I think. Yep. Agreed. Totally agree. And for good reason, right? I mean, everyone's going to say the same thing. I mean, Mike McDaniel snapped at people because he got tired of the narrative. You know, he said, I want to change the narrative. Okay, well, you're about to play somebody decent. And if you lose again, that's the narrative. Same with mumbling Mike. That's the narrative. Mumbling Mike's job's on the line. I think he's going to win this game. I agree. If Zonka goes for 120 on, 30 <laughs> ni- on 39 carries, if Zonka has, Zonka's going to have 39 carries for 119. With Zonka Sunday on the call. Right. Oh, my God. And, right, I mean, like, right, and, and right, they're going right, to get right. – get, the Dolphins are going to have first and goal at the three, and Zonka is going to carry it off right tackle – four straight times until he plunges into the end zone in his <laughs> neck roll. And they're going to review it, of course, because oh, he's going to yeah. be that close. He yeah. got in. He got in. There's no Zonka lead There's no lead blocker for Zonka either. It's just like a straight fullback handoff, and he gets that forward body lean going and gets two and a half yards. Ugly football, and I was there for it. I loved it. You saw Larry Zonka play? I saw the all NFL films, man. Oh, okay. When yeah, I was yeah, yeah. Six or seven oh, years yeah. old. Yeah. yeah. No, those are good. Yeah. Those those are remember good. they had those shows. <laughs> those are good, man. Oh, yeah. Dudes are bouncing off of him, and he's just, I guarantee Larry Zonker in his prime, there's a good chance you could outrun him, Cedric. Oh, I know. And and I, I'm watching those old tapes, and I, uh, I, you know, I hit the, um, 
I hit the fast forward, and he still didn't move. I mean, that's no. how slow he was. No, but he yeah. just would lean forward, and then there's four yards. And then they give it to him again. He'd lean the guys forward. chasing him looked really slow, too. The <laughs> they guys were chasing slow. him were slow. They were slow. Oh, Zonka for this, this Sunday, Zonka gets it 39 times. Yeah, I think Dolphins win, man. I do. <sighs> I don't, but we'll see. All right, man. Good stuff. Good talking to you. Later, man. Buy or sell.